they didn't want to stay in their lane. They the lost. Nuggets, the Nuggets had some game last night. I mean, that was one of the more exciting basketball games from uh, a Denver fan. Let's put it that way. Mike, we were just talking about our DraftKings just made an exclusive deal with the Giants. Yeah, I saw that. I don't really understand what that means, but that's nice headline era we're in. I, I don't think that's actually relevant long term. The deal states that the Giants are going to be favored in every game. <laughs> that just that deal makes no sense to me. Uh, an exclusive gaming partnership with a team. Like yeah. I will be allowed to use the Giants logos. Yes, I don't care. Yeah. I think that's all bullshit. Like, not a real impact to the stock at all. I know it's up a little off the news, but it means nothing. Up a little, it's up two dollars. Either way, that I have zero understanding of how that helps long term that stock at all. <laughs> it doesn't. Any way you spin it, it if you the Giants, we know that the Giants are fine. They have a future Hall of Famer quarterback. What, what, what else we got in the mover? So, Dad, Eastman Kodak looks like they're up another 45% this morning. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, all that happened was someone came out, some law firm, and said that they don't think the options were handled um, illegally. So maybe that reopens the idea that they're going to uh, distribute uh, drugs for COVID. I don't know. Do you own that? No, I don't own Coda. Mm. And then um, Adobe had their earnings yesterday. So did FedEx. They both seem to have done well. They're both up pre-market. Yeah, I'm annoyed I didn't buy FedEx yesterday. I was looking at that and just got caught up with Lodell. What's the FedEx ticker? FDX. FDX, gotcha. And yeah, Do Adobe. I actually thought they're – oh, so yeah, FedEx is up way more. Uh, I bought Adobe yesterday just as a long-term holding. I didn't even realize their earnings were yesterday. I thought they were today. And I just sometimes, sometimes you're better off not knowing what you're doing. Yeah, I just I bought an amount that I was like, I'm going to just start a position in Adobe and just kind of add to it over time. And you know, the, the other one that um, we mentioned last week, BHP, that thing has been quietly ticking higher every day. Yeah, I don't remember us mentioning that. What is that? Broken Hill, the Australian resource company. Tell no. them how BP out. Because their ticker that's similar is doing nothing. Well, that's what you mentioned last time. But um, I didn't buy enough BHP that, that it matters. I'm kind of pissed at myself. But it's it's up near its highs now. So it's we'll have to see what happens there. And then, I mean, yeah, Zillow is also all-time highs. That stock's been ticking higher every day. They look like they're up another 3%. Uh, well, they're bouncing around. But they're up uh, – you know, a dollar fifty this morning. They yeah, I couldn't even get in that yesterday. I was trying to find an entry point for a day trade, and it just didn't drop. So I had, I had no real way of moving up. Yeah, they've been getting a lot of upgrades lately. Uh, it's it's weird how little volume the stock trades on. I know I've said this before, but you know, I just am waiting. Like that stock, I'll get back in long term again on a market pullback. It's hard to just jump in that over ninety with all these upgrades and it seems like it's a bit overbought at this point. Yeah. Deutsche bank raised the price target at 115. That's one thing out on Zillow today. Yeah. I see that. And it makes me not like it as much. I hate yeah. these upgrades. <laughs> the, um, the other one that we keep talking about is Nikola. 
when Nicola, depending on you want to pronounce this thing, Justice Department investigating stock down another two dollars. Yeah, know. I mean the stock is kind of in this weird area because if it ends up being true that they're fraud, the stock's going to drop twenty eight dollars. Well, they'll get bank. They'll go bankrupt. That's that's what I mean. I mean that's what I mean. Like they're still hanging in there as if enough people are believers. And I'm sure there are enough people that are believers. Um, I think there's just a lot of Elon Musk haters, and a lot of these people are just hoping that, that it's real that he has a competitor, but that's a fantasy. So that in itself is there they have no chance. No matter even if this isn't fake. And uh, then we'll you know, see what happens. We will. And then, you know, we got another Fed speech today. Dad, is there anything that you think people are going to be looking for? I mean, it's tough to imagine they say anything different. Yeah, these Fed speeches are, to me, a waste of time unless they're going to change something because they've already said they're not doing anything for years. So all I think they're ever going to do in these speeches is reiterate what they've already said. So the only thing that could come out of this is something that is, you know, that they say that may sound uh, different than what they've already said, and that would be negative. So I don't see how you can get anything positive at this point coming out of these speeches, but we'll see. So based on that, it sounds like unless they really surprise everyone, which I don't think they're going to do, I don't think anybody thinks that this yeah. isn't like going to be necessarily an impactful day from them. Like it seems like there's been other times where people are kind of waiting and the market's very quiet until he starts talking and then it starts. Yeah. I mean, unless he says he's raising rates, which, which there's, happening, so. there's no way that's, that's going to happen. And the other story, which I almost laugh at, is Boeing. The house finally came out after 19 months of investigation that Boeing uh, screwed up, which everyone knows already from the 737 MAX. So is that why they're sliding right now? The stock's down. That's why the stock turned around yesterday and went down. I think it's baked into the stock already, and I'm really kind of surprised the reaction is – this negative from something Congress comes out with after the yeah. fact as usual. That's all, that's all narrative, just bullshit that they have all that stuff. Yeah, it's going to cost Boeing billions in lawsuits. Yeah, short term. I'm sure there's an agenda behind that. You'll see that start rising again in the next couple months. I also think, Dad, I don't know if you said this or someone else said this, but it seems like there's this belief that if the Democrats win, they lower the amount spending on defense, but that's not actually true. The Republicans and the Democrats both historically spend similar amounts. If anything, the Democrats will spend more on that. So, well, well I, I think they will lower the amount that goes towards defense. They always do that, but it's a lowered higher amount. Gotcha. It's built in that these uh, departments, all the departments in the U.S. government get more money every year. That's the whole problem. No matter what Congress does, they have these increases that just automatically happen. <laughs> yeah. So they may divert funds from defense into something else, but it'll still go up. It just went yeah. up at the same rate. Maybe it's a uh, time to add a little bit to Boeing today. 
I, uh, I added a little bit to my Shopify position yesterday. So I know you guys know that in the heart of the pandemic, when the market was like basically at its lows, I picked up a little stock, but like really small amounts of a few different companies thinking that like it was the beginning of me starting a position and never really had time to add. That was with Shopify and McDonald's and they both just went through the moon, but I didn't have enough where it really mattered. So yesterday- What's, what's with, what is Spotify? There's Spotify, Shopify. So I mean, Spotify yeah, Spotify is the music streaming app where, okay. you know, like I, I use Spotify all the time and that's the business that Joe Rogan recently oh, made. Right, the right. with. So they have, you know, music and podcasting really, really big. Um, both are great companies. And then Shopify is the e-commerce platform for businesses that are not Amazon and businesses that basically want their own tools to be able to do direct to consumer from their website. So any business that is allowing customers to shop directly from their website, not any business, but a lot of them are doing it through Shopify and Shopify has really made themselves the leader in that space. So, I mean, they continue to crush every time they have earnings. And I was looking for a back and, you know, they kind of trade with Amazon a little bit. Both stock have kind of been stuck in neutral since we've had this pullback. And if the NASDAQ is going to rally back to all time highs, I love Shopify. I obviously love Amazon, Microsoft, all the really big market cap names to take us there if we do get there. So I'm, I'm loving Etsy here. I'm going to be buying Etsy today for the first time. I, I think it's pulled back enough from... I think yeah. it around 135 a couple of weeks ago. It's down to around 110 now, 111. And I was looking at that chart yesterday a bit. I've done my homework on them. I love their what they're set up for. I know we talked about them a bit last week. So that that's my pick today. Yeah, Mike, I, I'm a fan of Etsy too. I don't own them at the moment, but I think that's a good pick. Don't you also own Match or did you end up selling all of that? I sold it yesterday for a quick profit. I, I went up 10% on that in like a week and a half. Uh, I'll get back in the match. I also sold Snap yesterday on the highs. Um, I'll be getting back in that as well. You know, there are certain stocks that I can't turn down a quick buck on based on when I got in. And then I, you know, with how I'm set up for margin right now, there are certain stocks that are just not current anchors. So like I want to add to my Disney position, which I'm thinking about doing today because I, I think they're set for a new leg up. Nice. Yeah. Um, another stock that'll be interesting to watch today because they just had a big sell off yesterday was Carnival Cruise Line. I think they came out and said that they were doing some stock offering and you know, I mean, Dad, what are your thoughts on that whole industry right now? Because yeah, I mean, it's, if you look at the uh, the charts on these stocks, they're really um, lagging the market for good reason. Um, you know, every time these companies do a financing, it, it puts more pressure on the stock long term. For sure. Because they have to come out of that. You know, they have to pay off that debt as they make money. So. I don't know. I, I'm not that um, thrilled to be in these stocks. I think if you're a bond player, you might be able to get some decent yields on playing uh, the bond side of these. I think that would probably be a better way to go. Um, yeah, it's it's really difficult to play the stocks. Gotcha. 
And then, guys, have you been following this company Snowflake, which is going mm -hmm. public today? They're going I was to be reading up on that last night a bit. Yeah, they're supposed to be the biggest cloud software company to ever go public with their valuation. Um, I think they're you know of the Snowflake. I'm a suit. I, yeah, it's Snow S N O W. Buffett's and, behind that. But yeah, there's a lot of people behind it. Um, apparently, their price is looking like it's going to be around 120 per share at IPO, which is up about fifty dollars from what they were saying it was going to be a week ago. And this company is showing huge growth. I mean, year over year growth of like close to 200%. I mean, they've got Salesforce and Warren Buffett behind them. So when you it's, look at that, it's clearly great news going into wanting to be a part of that. It's just going to be hard to, uh, you know, you're going to get the full valuation right on the opening and then you got to make a decision that it's going to get overvalued or it's just something to keep away from for a while. This cloud is just, it can you can't go wrong with the cloud. That's all people talk about these days. It's insane. Yeah. And it, I mean, you gotta figure out how to get low Dell in the cloud. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. And then, you know, Oracle is another interesting story to follow right now with the TikTok news. I feel like they're not really, I mean, don't get me wrong, the stock's been acting well, but I almost thought that they would act way better. I think TikTok's a major asset to be able to take on. I don't know if it's just because people aren't necessarily seeing the synergies with Oracle or Oracle's so big that TikTok doesn't add enough value. You know, or if it wasn't, or if anything, maybe it's not a good thing for Oracle. Does everyone keeps saying how everyone needed to get TikTok? How about the other end of that? That this isn't a good deal. Well, I think you know part of the reason Microsoft is acting better, besides it got way overdone, is that they there were people out there that felt that they were going to pay way too much for TikTok. So, and they. At the end of the day, I don't think Oracle's getting control of what they need to get control of, or at least what Microsoft wanted. So that's probably why Oracle won the deal over Microsoft is Microsoft probably just put it in a way that didn't make TikTok feel good. I got a question for you, Dad. I know your Apple's like your biggest holding. Did you tune into their day yesterday? And I did. I watched the whole thing. I'm they had the most impressive company you could possibly uh, imagine when it comes to marketing and how they even show their new products was incredible. Um, look, uh, the, the stuff that they came out yet, yet with yesterday isn't even the big story, but they're bundling uh, a lot of their, um, like their fitness, they're bundling it with the music and the news and the TV, and you could buy everything for $30 a month. And they've got so many people that are under these subscription models already that you're gonna get a certain number, they're gonna switch to the bundle, and that'll just be new incremental revenue for them. Yeah, I saw Peloton sold off pretty aggressively when they announced the fitness part of their presentation which wasn't surprising at all. I mean, the watch is impressive. You could basically go put your watch on and try to go into the doctor for a physical. I mean, they'll check your uh, oxygen level. Obviously, you can get your um, heart monitored. And um, it's only going to go up from here as being useful for health. 
it wouldn't surprise me if they work out a deal with uh, some of the insurance companies that if you buy a watch, they'll cover it from an insurance point of view uh, because it helps your health. Yeah, so watch for that to start happening in the next uh, few uh, couple of quarters. But you know, they haven't even come up with the phone yet, which is the next thing. So yeah, I think they'll start seeing in a world where people are paid to be healthier. Well, that's where Apple will right. entice humans to actually have better habits. Well, I think like, about that. It's worth it. It's worth it for the insurance companies because overall. They'll save money if they let people, you know, prevent problems from uh, happening. Yeah, they, they have so many one-off things they can do to gamify the whole thing with how they've even set up the iPhone and now the watch. I mean, yeah. I already own a ton of Apple. I, you know, if I had millions of dollars, I'd throw more of into it. And the other thing, which I heard one of the analysts speaking about, which is really interesting, is they may bundle all their hardware at some point in the future where you pay a certain amount a month and you can get any product they have. Of course they're going to do that. No, upgrading and, and that'll just keep people in their system and it'll only go up from uh, levels they're at now. So, well, I mean, is there any downside to Apple? Is the only downside? There's always downside. A new company comes in that just has better products. A new company. Um, yeah, good luck. Well, that's really look. That's it happens all the time. The, the, a new company that's able to compete with Apple on all these fronts. How? I don't, well, don't know. That. It could be a new technology that wipes out the whole concept of a phone. Elon yeah. Musk is the only one capable of that. So maybe Tesla will get into that world too. But I, I don't see anyone else having that bandwidth. You know, if you think about it, the one thing that Tim Cook is not is a. Um, an inventor or a well, that's why they were talking months. Remember the rumors on bringing in Tesla with Tim Cook having Musk running Apple. I'm sure Tim Apple. Cook is surrounded by a lot of inventors. He is, he yeah. Is. But you know, as far as the products have improved, and he's phenomenal at being able to figure out the logistics of building so many products. But um, as far as new products go, it, it's not so easy to come up with new products and Apple's proven you don't even need to, but that's where the risk lies and that there could be a new technology at some point in time. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but the stock sold off because they didn't say anything about the phone. But then it kind of rallied at the end of the day, it felt like. I mean, it's, it's not really down, you know, it's just kind of, in yeah. a uh, you know a couple of dollar move here, and how about Tesla back above four forty? I mean that stock is just relentless, <laughs> as it should be. Yeah, well you know we we've talked about Tesla at length. There's really nothing more to be said about Tesla. It's just uh, to the whole market, really. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why that's a surprise though with what they do. <laughs> like the world we're in, it's not an anomaly in the fact that they're firing on all cylinders of where we're at. M Musk is a visionary that was way ahead of the curve, and now the curve is caught up in his advantage, and it's going to continue to. So there's no anomaly there. That's going to just keep screwing people that bet against them. 
short term, you can see a dip, buy it on any dip, and then you'll make money. I need to get back in that stock, which I'm going to on any pullback at this point. I'm still pretty excited about the Ford Bronco, not like the company Ford, but the Bronco and the hype that it's going to get. And like right now, Tesla is really the only car I could think of that people actually want to own. Obviously, there's one-off cars that people have always dreamt about owning, different styles of Porsches, whatever they may be. Everyone's got their car. But there's a lot of people out there, including myself, that would love to own a Tesla. And I think Ford Bronco is going to have that same effect on people. I know it will because I, when they announced that they were releasing it, it did have that hype. And it, it reminds me of the early days with the Tesla where, you know, you had to put X amount down to reserve your Ford Bronco. They're, they're not out yet. And that's a hot car. People are going to want it. And you couldn't pay me to buy a car. I don't see myself ever owning a car again in my well, life. That, yeah, I mean, that's... But you never like driving, Mike. You've always yeah. Is it the delivery business we've been in for fifteen years? Why, why would there, anyone feel like driving if they were? Is there a situation them? where I know a couple of days ago we were talking about how Ford gave some sort of presentation at this latest uh, technology conference? I think that was actually. I think it's going on today. So today, Ford's given some sort of presentation showing you know what kind of technology they have for the future for batteries for all this stuff. Is there a chance they say some things that really impress some analysts and all of a sudden we see some big upgrades coming our way here in the next week? Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. The problem with uh, Ford, like any of the, um, you know, the heavily covered companies is you have so many analysts that are on top of it that it's hard to get a surprise. So... Yeah, you, know, you have to see what they say. But. But even if it's not a surprise, like it wouldn't be a surprise if just, you know, out of the blue Ford, one of the analysts had something relatively new that got people excited about the stock. It seems like when was the last time anyone really talked about Ford? Just, I mean, the Bronco, but before that, you know, it doesn't get any attention ever. What if they just announce something where everyone's like, okay, this is a new thing Ford's doing that doesn't catch people off by surprise, but still, you know, rallies people around the stock. Am yeah. I dreaming? Yeah, anything's possible. I mean, okay. we'll have to see. I feel like they've been trying to play that game for years. We were at a delivery convention a year and a half ago. People were praising Ford in this way and nothing's come of it. So I think there are a lot of fluff that need to execute on the times. So let's see it happen. And you guys see, I catch that interview with Kramer yesterday with, yeah, the, I loved it. I thought he didn't bad. do that. Actually, he, obvious. he fumbled over his words and he I got, think that was blatant personally. I don't, but he got so attacked on Twitter for yeah, it. Yeah, But at the end, it'll help him long-term. That woman should have been gone a long time ago. And yeah, at the end of the apologized day, on his show, I don't think he needed to apologize. She no, I wouldn't have apologized. She's crazy. He should have called her graveyard, Nancy. Because she should have been gone a long time ago. Mm, all right. Well, you guys looking at anything else today? Well, uh, don't forget the new um, IPO that came out yesterday. That had a lot of interesting yeah. action. IPOB. Um, it's down a dollar from the close, but it's a dollar higher still than where it was when we were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, I almost bought some at 15 yesterday. It's just I don't really like getting involved in names that come out the day of their IPOs that are just, you know, so all over the place. But if it dipped down to 15 day, I might give it a look. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with these stocks, they have so much volume 
that they're interesting to play if you catch it right because you can make a quick dollar or you know it's you could scalp in and out of it for being yeah. there for two minutes and get 10 cents per share yeah it's uh these new issues are ridiculous the way they move that's for sure um yeah i don't know what else today is interesting i, I mean there's it's such a bizarre market isn't it it is i mean i, I guess we could wrap it up early today if we don't have anything else to cover and yeah. well, i mean we're launching ogden here in a couple of weeks well, yeah, we talk about that on our other podcast. Either way, Lodell is the most important stock out of all of these by far. Way more than Apple, Tesla, any of these people, because it's us. So, yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's not a public company. So not yet. It will there, be. There's no way. It will be. All <laughs> Wait for it. And um, yeah, if anyone who tunes into this show that watches regularly ever wants to come on as a guest, drop us a message. We'd love to. Yeah. yeah, if you live somewhere where we don't operate yet and you want to help us dominate that area with food delivery too, let let us know where you are. Maybe we'll show up and break bread and then get some deliveries rocking. Go around in a Ford Bronco together doing some food orders. Ford Bronco, baby. All right, well, um, Dad, you got anything else to add or should we wrap it up? Well, the only thing I would mention is the bank stocks have taken a absolute dive. What else is new? days and um, yeah i mean kind of led by citibank which you know they have the new ceo which has nothing to do with it but um you know they have to add to reserves they just they're just not doing well and if i'm that guy i'm just buying bitcoin and quitting my job i mean i don't know who would want to be a bank ceo these first days of all, it's a female ceo first one uh to do to become one in a bank, you know, a major bank. Mm. It's a big deal for just where our world's heading. You know, good for her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, if she's the most qualified person, absolutely. You know, my thoughts well, on that. Whether you're orange, green, female, male, whoever's the best should get the gig. But all this stuff that's coming out is uh, nothing to do with her. Um, and the other story that, you know, we didn't talk about the other day, UBS and Credit Suisse might be merging. Um, there's been a lot of talk about that. Mm. That would be devastating for people that work there because UBS and Credit Suisse kind of uh, mirror each other and how they operate. And um, one out of two people can easily lose their job if you work there and they merge. Because uh, that's, that's where all the synergies come in. Is there a reason they wouldn't merge? Uh, you know, the Swiss government may not like the idea of only having one major um, bank, especially in Switzerland, where banking is everything. But this has been talked about for, I think, two decades. The UBS. I mean, consolidation is what happens in the world. That's just the name of the game. Yeah, I, I think it's eventually going to happen. Um, but I think both stocks are probably a buy if it does happen, short term anyway. And Dad, what about the other European banks? I know we've touched on them before, not really on the show, but just like Barclays and DB. I mean, are any of them companies we'd be given a look due to 
The Barclays has been a dud. And I mean, it's actually found itself, you know, it, it, it almost looks like the cruise line stocks when you look at the I own, I own Goldman. I don't know what I was thinking buying them a couple of weeks ago. Kramer, just stupid. I don't yeah, know well, what I was Goldman, doing. You know, Goldman is okay. The problem is it gets caught up with all this other stuff and, uh, yeah, I might just get rid of that and never own a bank stock again. I got to stay out of things that I just hate. Right. Well, one thing about Goldman is they have such a big investment part of their firm where, you know, they're trading these markets and they're probably crushing them. And yeah, right. Let's see them make me some cash. The well, they do. Like, the problem is the market does not um, particularly like investment stocks like that because they feel any quarter you can have a big loss. Even so, though Goldman is killing it, you know, they're always worried about the next quarter. It's not consistent. So why even bother owning it then? Well, <laughs> you know, because they're good at it. I was going to say, if there's anyone that has the, I don't even want to call it inside info, but just the setup to be able to destroy retail traders and win 80% of the time, like how often is Goldman really losing in a quarter? And if you punch in MS, which is Morgan Stanley, they've actually um, done better than Goldman. Um, they're very well run. And that stock is actually, if you look at it, it doesn't look like a Citibank chart or a uh, JP Morgan chart. It's actually done very well. And the last thing I'll say before we end this, because we at least touch on them once a day, is Penn touched 70 today for a second, or yesterday, or it might have been 69.99. It, it tried touching 70 and then got rejected. But either way, that stock has been on a tear. I feel like that thing's going to come down hard one of these days for a bit. That's just getting kind of ridiculous. One thing I'll say about Penn is I've never, when I watch that stock and actually watch the price action in it, it's the only stock I ever watch where 80% of the people buying it are placing market orders, getting orders in that are 20, 30, 40 cents higher than where the actual. So it shows how much dumb money is in it. It's, it's insane, but there's yeah. so much money that goes into it every day. It's just but like. But that means a lot will be coming out of it too on a sell-off where people well, yeah. are coming for the hell. There's hills. no doubt. Like if you know, the market has one of those 800 point down days, you would think Penn and DraftKings are going to get hit hard, but Right now, trying to step in front of them is like getting in front of a moving train. These stocks are acting like every athlete's been cloned and they have double the amount of leagues going on. That no yeah, but remember the old uh, you know, story that the vice stocks are the ones you want to own long term. Yeah, and I, and I love those companies, but I also keep hearing how the viewerships for all the sports are down significantly year over year. I, I see all these, I, I see like this growing popularity in trading with retail investors. So I wonder like, is gaming with sports betting really as big as people think it is? When well, if they people, keep protesting, you're going to see it go completely to shit. Well, that's what people happens. aren't watching as much and people are now trading in the stock market more. To me, that doesn't vote well for gambling stocks. I won't even watch the NBA again, personally. So that shows you. Oh, what I'm missing something. That was a phenomenal game last night. I'm not yeah. missing anything. Those All guys. Right, we'll wrap it up, guys. Have a good day. Take care.